Hi, I'm Ruth Shapira. Welcome to this podcast by Inner Judaism, a spiritual look at our lives. In this podcast, we'll be exploring love from a Jewish perspective. Yeah, there's a Jewish perspective on love, or at least a spiritual one. I hope that I will be able to share some teachings with you and give you a small window to a new way of thinking about the complicated subject of love and God. And just a note, the translations of the Hebrew texts are my own. First, find a comfortable place for yourself to sit where you won't be interrupted. Turn off or tune out other distractions, but turn on that portion of your brain that's going to be open to new ideas and different ways of thinking. Ready? First, I'll lead you into a very brief meditation so that we can get into the present moment. So get comfortable, feel that your back is supported, place your arms in a comfortable position, and if you choose, close your eyes or gaze down, and slowly draw yourself into the present moment, letting all thoughts slowly fade. Just release all thoughts from your mind and begin to notice the evenness of your breath. Inhale slowly and exhale slowly, evening out your breath each time. Ready? Okay then. In the Hebrew Bible, in Deuteronomy, Devarim chapter 6, verse 5, we are told, V'yahavta et Adonai Elohecha, b'chol levavcha u'v'chol nafshecha u'v'chol ma'odecha. And love Hashem, your God, with all your heart and with your entire being and with all your resources, which is known by so many of us as the third line of the Shema. So I translated this as, and love Hashem. At first, it might seem like a command because that's how most translations make it appear. It's often translated as, you shall love your God with all your, with all your heart. But if that's so, how can we understand the idea of being commanded to love? Love is such an, ins- such an incredible special feeling and doesn't love naturally grow from a relationship? Isn't it something that would just occur? After all, in the Aseret Hadibrot, the Ten Sayings, commonly translated as the Ten Commandments, we're not even commanded to love our parents, but to honor them. Okay, so how can we love, even more so, what seems to be an abstraction? Love itself is an intangible, so how can we make sense of this? How do we understand things that seem to exist solely in our minds and hearts? It's difficult to do, even when there are times when we might have a sure sense of God even than other things in our lives. It's just something we know on a deep level. And even if there are times that go beyond knowing, when we actually feel something like God's presence, and we sense that there is something beyond the tangible and concrete, we still have a hard time fitting our idea of this into our intensely rational, intellectual, and physical world. 
As many of us know, it's hard enough to feel a sense of the divine while simultaneously trying to rid ourselves of any Hebrew school image of God that we may have had, which was, for me at least, a man sitting on a throne in, in heaven. And that's even if you attended Hebrew school. So let's look a little deeper at what God is asking of us when we are told, V'yahavta et Adonai Elohecha. Rambam, Maimonides, in the Mishnah Torah, in his commentary on the Torah, Yesodei HaTorah, chapter 2, says, What is the path to attain love and in awe of God? When a person meditates on God's wondrous and great deeds and creations and has gratitude for his God's infinite wisdom that surpasses all comparison, one's will immediately, one will immediately love, praise, and glorify God with a tremendous yearning desire to know God's great name. So the love that Rambam is writing about here is the love that we're being asked to give really doesn't come naturally. That love is part of an ecosystem of other behaviors. What Rambam says is we have to first meditate on God's wondrous great deeds and creations. And when meditating, then we have to have gratitude for what we just thought about. And then in thinking about the infinite wisdom that we can't even comprehend, only then will we feel a yearning with love to know God's great name. We have to work at it just as in any relationship. If we're expecting to feel something, we have to do something. So in saying, Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha, and love God, the love is the result of all of those steps that we had before. It's not just gonna be instantaneous. And we have to work on it in steps, very, very small steps. For example, if we just examined only the first requirement the Rambam talks about, that we should love with all of our heart, it might mean doing things that change the way we feel. It's not just going to come by itself. So practicing gratitude can help change the way we feel. This can be as simple as writing down a list of 10 things that you find absolutely wondrous in the world. But this is a little different from a gratitude list that you may have heard about. These are not things that you are personally grateful for, like your health, your family, your good fortune, your career, or your home, but gratitude for that which is all around you every day and night that you might take for granted.
like the fact that plants instinctively reach for the sun, or that the moon changes over a period of a month in predictable phases while the sun has an everlasting shine, or that our lives have a certain rhythm with morning and afternoon and evening. Try just this one practice and then see if you might begin to open your heart to Ahavat Hashem, the love of God. And please tell me how it goes for you. Thank you for listening and through your increased awareness, I hope that you will continue to be on a spiritual path of discovery and bring more holiness into the world. Please subscribe and follow this podcast. In that way, it could be shared with even more people. Wishing you a glorious day and the ability to make this day better than yesterday. Shalom.